Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, my friends. I'm about to begin the show designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to Talking with T where we chatter about what matters while bringing you the latest in trending news, hot topics, music, and more. This is Tanisha Baker, and thanks for tuning in to the 424th edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. I'm happy to bring you the first show of July as we let the sparks fly. The theme for this month is Get It Popping. You are encouraged to get going and blast any barriers that keep you from blowing up or going up. Put some energy behind your goals and light a fire to your dreams. Explode with enthusiasm as you take a step toward a better you. The month of July is recognized as National Ice Cream Month, National Picnic Month, National Hot Dog Month, National Grilling Month, Culinary Arts Month, World Watercolor Month, and Baked Bean Month, among other observances. If July 4th is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor Ed Bernard, Malia Obama, late soul singer Bill Withers, child actor Alex Hibbert, who you would know if you watched the sitcom The Shy. It is also the birth date of long-standing member of Earth, Wind & Fire, Ralph Johnson. Today on the national calendar, in addition to being the 4th of July, is National Barbecue Day and Caesar Salad Day. On this date in history, the Louisiana Purchase is announced to the American people by President Thomas Jefferson and slavery was abolished on July 4, 1827 in New York. Tuskegee Institute opened with a student body of 30 in 1881 and Booker T. Washington was the school's only teacher. July 4th is celebrated as Independence Day. This date in 1776 marks the adoption of the Declaration of Independence. This historic document was drafted by Thomas Jefferson, who ironically died on July 4th in 1826. The 4th of July became a federal holiday in 1941. While we participate in parades, blast off fireworks, enjoy cookouts, and we party in our red, white, and blue attire, be reminded that slavery was still going on at that time. It makes me think of Frederick Douglass's poem, what to the slave is the 4th of July. But at any rate, we love to celebrate. So, although I believe the freedom of our nation was notable, it is important to learn the totality of our history and respect all citizens and celebrate all histories, including Juneteenth, which was recently acknowledged as a federal holiday. As a side note, when are y'all going to be done with the fireworks? Y'all been popping them since Memorial Day. Looks like rain wants to hold on another week. Chances of thunderstorms through next Sunday range from 30 to 40 percent and temperatures will be in the high 80s. Hopefully the weather won't ruin the events coming up. On July 7th, live music from Brian Clay will be featured at Marble City Market. That's 333 West Depot Avenue from 7 to 10 p.m. Also on July 7th is the Keep the Peace Cookout at Victor Ash Park from 3 to 7 p.m. On July 8th from 3 to 8 p.m. is the Hotter Than July Mimosa and Margaritas Festival at Lakeshore Park, Marble Hall, on Lions View Pike. 
The organization SEED will present a community field day fun fest on July 18th from 3 to 7 p.m. at Harriet Tubman Park. Urban Karaoke and Trivia Night will take place July 21st at the Emporium on Gay Street from 7 to 11 p.m. And there will be a Peace in the Streets Back to School Bash at the Wells Fair Park on July 27th. This starts at 1 p.m. On July 29th at Bridgewater Place will be the annual 100 Black Men of Greater Knoxville Scholarship Gala starting at 6. And the annual Kumba Festival will take place on July 28th and 29th. On the 28th, it will be on Market Square downtown. And on July 29th, it will be at Marble City Market. If you tuned in to Talking with T last week, Reggie Jenkins shared about the upcoming outdoor festival, Grooves in the Garden, featuring the Sugar Shack Band out of Memphis, on July 15th at the Botanical Gardens from 5 to 10 p.m. I will have all of this information on TalkingWithT.com. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. You won't be surprised that I have to add my two cents about the affirmative action ruling. Let me start with what affirmative action is. It is a set of policies and practices that favor those who have been disadvantaged or subject to discrimination. The goal is to increase workplace and educational opportunities for people who are underrepresented in various areas of our society. Some affirmative action practices may include targeted outreach and recruitment or management and development programs, employee support opportunities in a nutshell. It's designed to create equitable or fair access. Affirmative action helps reduce the influence of discrimination. And now, here we are. On June 30th, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled against affirmative action for college admissions. It will be interesting to see how this all plays out because statistically, the group that has benefited most from affirmative action are white women. Yet, I most often hear it in relation to giving people of color an unfair advantage. There's an assumption that any accomplishment made by a black person must be due to affirmative action. Now, I won't roll back time to discuss all the inventions, innovations, creativity, scientific discoveries and more that have benefited society well before affirmative action. The argument that some folks are making is that African-Americans will be able to compete without a requirement of considering race, while people of color have always had the competency, the proficiency, and the ability to succeed. The single factor of race slanted the playing field and prevented fair competition. The lack of access to equity in education, health care, the influence of biases and prejudices put people of color behind the starting line and years of inadequacies and unfair treatment make it difficult to compete. It's not difficult because of ability, but of all the things I just mentioned. There are some states that had already banned affirmative action, and in those states, there has been a reduction in people of color being able to access college admissions. Even if colleges and universities, institutions of higher learning want to ensure diversity, 
They have to be careful and cautious now because they might get sued. The original thought was, if we diversify our colleges and institutions of higher learning, that would filter into public offices and corporations. You can't convince me that there won't be a ripple effect. When respecting and valuing diversity is being considered as derogatory, scholars say, yes, those are the people much smarter than me, that ultimately we will feel the impact of banning affirmative action in the nation's economy, education, and social life. This has truly bothered me. My emotions have run from sadness to anger and woven through all of it is disappointment. Now, there is a small loophole because institutions can consider how race has impacted a student's life if the student shares that in their application essay. I'll say this, if you don't want our scholars, don't take our athletes, keep that same energy. I read that Harvard University is among HBCUs with more black students than all eight Ivy League schools put together. And now I hope the scales will be slanted even more in favor of HBCUs since there is no requirement by law to support equitable access. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, as we get it popping on the 4th of July, I have with us none other than our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam and the know-it-all Professor Jay. I'm so excited to have the two of you on Talking With T. Yes, indeed. Once again. Once again. Yes. The party don't start till we walk in. <laughs> in their order. First, I want to congratulate Brandy Mills, who was crowned as Miss Tennessee 2023 Black Girl Magic. Yes, indeed. Yes, congratulations, Brandy. Congratulations, Brandy. I had a nice ring to it, Pam. Um, Thank you. <laughs> in other news, gun violence and mass shootings continue to rise. There was a mass shooting at a Baltimore block party that killed two people and left 28 others injured. Um, after I saw the initial story, I later saw that many of them were minors. And how old was the perpetrator here? I think they're still looking for them. At least the time of this recording that we're talking, I believe they're still looking for the people who committed the mass shooting. Wow. It's sad that our country is falling plague or falling victim to uh, these Incidents of gun violence that are happening all too frequently, and uh, I was just having a conversation with someone the other day, and uh, we were talking. We were talking about how, particularly in Tennessee, you don't even have to have a permit anymore. So, at such freedoms are at the expense, or are coming rather at the expense of the lives of hundreds of people. Seems like almost every week. All right. And, of course, I use the word freedoms in air quotes because, yeah. That part. Right. And we, when we say every every year that we hope we don't have to do these stories again, but it seems like we always have to because they keep happening and then people never see anything. Right. So until people start speaking up and, and having these people arrested, then... They probably will never stop. Mm. 
shifting gears a little bit, I want to know what y'all think about this. Brian and Brittany Shear from Huntington Beach, California, were forced off their Delta flight and threatened with jail time. Then they said they were going to remove their children from their custody after they refused to give up their seats on an overbooked flight. So here's what went down. They paid for a seat for their two-year-old, and I believe they had a one-year-old as well. Once they got on the plane, they were told their toddler had to give up his seat for a passenger that was on the standby list. They refused, and that's when they were threatened with jail time, and they said they'd take their toddler into custody and foster care. Now, they recorded all of this. They got off the plane, of course, because once you say, I'm going to take your child, you're probably not going to argue anymore. But they got off the plane, said they weren't even given a reimbursement. Eventually, Delta issued a public apology offering to refund their travel and provide additional compensation. Now, I believe the stewardess, the pilot, the gate clerk, or whoever threatened those people with jail time and to take their children should be held accountable as well. Because they know that wasn't any kind of lie after those people paid for that seat. I don't care if they wanted to put coloring books and Rubik's Cubes in the seat. They paid for it. Exactly. And here we have another story of airlines behaving badly. And if the toddler had to give up uh, their seat for the, the passenger on standby, I mean, that's a whole safety hazard because where would the toddler sit? So that didn't make good sense in the first place for them to make the whole family get off the darn plane just for the people who are on standby. And if they're on standby, that's exactly what they're on, standby. You stand by until you get a proper seat. Right. That's the risk you take for flying standby. That's ridiculous. There's no way possible that they actually thought that they was going to take somebody's kids and put them in foster care because they wouldn't give up a seat that they paid for. Yeah, those two words are important. Paid for. Paid for. Paid, the, the words of the week are paid for and stand by. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of airlines behaving badly, listen, you know, a lot of folks traveled. In fact, they said they broke records as far as the number of people traveling to celebrate the 4th of July. But some of them I know were hot butter trying to travel by flight, particularly on United Airlines, who had thousands of cancellations. Their CEO apologized and admitted insensitivity for taking a private jet while his customers were stranded. Oh, well, uh, I will say that I know several people who were victims of the great United fiasco of summer 2023. Yeah, these flights have been ridiculous. This seems like they're taking people around Robin's Barn because someone was trying to catch a flight from here to Nashville, and it had them going from here to Charlotte for two hours, then to Detroit, and then to Nashville. They could have drove faster than that. No, they could have walked faster than that. Right, and stopped at Bucky's. Um, so, yeah. Well, come on, Bucky's. <laughs> I know it's irritating and frustrating when you have travel plans, you want to get somewhere and really enjoy time off. Many people probably use vacation days to celebrate the 4th and to be stuck in the airport overnight or even longer than that. Some people were there for days. It's just awful. Speaking of the 4th, last week I shared some cookout etiquette, and the spirit is telling me I need to share that information again. 
feel free to chime in as you feel moved. But what I shared, when I go to a cookout, I don't really want anything fancy or too extra. No raisins in potato salad, no whipped cream on deviled eggs, no carrots in the baked beans. I really don't want anything out of a can, no experiments, just the tried and true tasty food. That's all I want. True. You know, give me a little little burnt smoked sausage, a little 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 well done hot dog, a little well done hamburger. Uh now there's been a couple of pictures that have been making their rounds on social media. The coleslaw uh popsicles. What kind of popsicles? Leading up coleslaw. Oh. Ooh. I mean, I, I get that it's hot outside, but if you must bring those, don't. Yeah, I, I don't want that either, listeners. I gave y'all the list last week, so add that to it. I do not want coleslaw popsicles. And if you're coming to the cookout and you know that you're bringing mountain lion and Dr. Thunder, <laughs> don't go up there and grab no steak, okay? <laughs> Speaking of that, Pam, what I did share was also the list, the cookout etiquette list. One, do not come to the cookout and be an amateur at spades or dominoes. Don't pack up your to-go plate before everyone has a chance to eat. And that just burns my soul. I can't stand that. Please do not start packing up your food for next week, your lunch, and whoever you left at home before everybody present gets to eat. This next one's pretty good. Don't bring your new boo when you know your mama done already invited your ex. Just let's keep the drama down. Ooh, that's mighty messy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't act like you don't see your kids running around like heathens, turning over tables, running under chairs, messing up the dominoes and the card game, and you sitting there eating like you don't see all that's going on. Don't do that. Okay, I have a question. Mm Mm-hmm. Since, since we're since we're on cookout and talking about entertainment at cookout, have either of you mastered the Tamiya line dance yet? You know that's the, the the latest dance for the cookout. I have not. Uh, I have I not. Have, I have. And for those that haven't, do like me and stay in your seat instead of tripping up all the people that know how to do it. Let them let them be great. Okay, when we finish. Talking with T today, I need a step-by-step, you know, like left foot, out, up, right foot, turn, like, real slow for me. Like I'm in kindergarten. That's how I need you to teach me. Okay. I got you. And I have a few more things on the list. One is don't bring uninvited guests. You know how when you're preparing for a cookout, you kind of prepare for the estimated number. And, of course, we always fix a little extra. But... When people bring uninvited guests, first of all, nobody knows who they are. And so it's awkward. But then you reduce the amount of food for everybody else. So don't do that. Or tell your uninvited guests to eat at home and just enjoy being a spectacle. (laughs) And my last thing is, please don't be touching stuff without washing your hands. Another thing I can't stand, you know, you have a bag of chips. You're supposed to take the chips, and if they're half tongs, you can use those. If not, you take the bag, and then you shake a few chips on your plate. That's what you're supposed to do. Or if people have gloves or tongs, you can use those. 
do not just stick your hands in the bag after you've been sitting there pulling chairs, playing in the grass, playing games, and getting your chips out. I don't want people to do that. But with all that being said, as I said last week, and I'll say again, hit me up. Let me know where I can pick up a plate. If you got all the etiquette down, if you got all my food rules down, hit me up. Pam, I'll bring you some. But only if you can cook. Well, yeah. Right. And for those that are celebrating the 4th of July today, and they're doing it by firing off some fireworks, keep in mind that according to city codes, the sale of fireworks is allowed, but discharging them is illegal. Violating the ordinance against fireworks is a Class C misdemeanor, punishable by up to 30 days in jail and a fine up to $50. Now, I really don't think that law enforcement takes this too seriously because over here in my area, they've been firing fireworks since Memorial Day, and I'm just wondering when it ends. And I would be surprised if the listeners don't hear the the bombs bursting in air in the background (laughs) in my neck of the woods. I got some over here too, Jay. But you know, I like fireworks in moderation. I just don't know why we have to do them for four months. Anyway, I don't know about this law because people aren't getting caught. And I'm sure, and hopefully, really, that law enforcement has better things to do than really come down on people for fireworks. Now, not too long ago, we talked about plastic surgeries and mommy makeovers. Well, six Americans have died from brain infections caught from these types of surgeries in Mexico, and the CDC warns that this number could double as some people are still struggling or recovering from the fungal infection. I don't know. We've talked about it, so I don't want to belabor the point. But, one, I I want people to find themselves to be beautiful in whatever shape, size they are. But if they want a confidence boost, if they want to, you know, get some work done, that's fine as well. But be careful. Don't go to these garages and huts and find reputable people. And even then, it's dangerous. But you'll decrease the risk by going to someone certified that has proper training. Agreed, because if you... Go for the international special. You might wind up with fixer flats in your house. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to laugh. I'm trying to be serious. Go ahead, Jay. I, that's I, that's what the people were doing. I I, I saw a report on TV where uh, they were putting fixer flat in somebody's posterior for uh, to make her a little bit more plump in the rear. Mm. Yeah, and, and for the people that are from here traveling to Mexico and different places, there are some really good plastic surgeons here. Now, it might not be the, the low price that they're looking for, but I would rather pay if I was going to get it because, I, you know, everybody, I, I wanted a big old booty, but God knew not to give me one. <laughs> and all I needed was about a cup and a half more. But he knew I don't You'd be dangerous, Sam. And yeah. then they go there and get them big old teeth. I said, not the Mr. Ed veneers. <laughs> like a horse is a horse, of course, of course, about the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, teeth, teeth, they're on. It's your money. You spend it how you want to spend it. We're just, we're just saying. 
just saying, just be careful. That's all we're saying. And speaking of being careful, the IRS is warning about a scam in which people would receive an IRS-looking envelope. So I guess it looks official stating they're due a refund. In order to receive the refund, you must complete the information, which includes a picture of your driver's license, social security number, and everything else a crook needs to steal your identity pretty much. My suggestion is that whenever you receive anything requiring your information, call the phone number because what they said was the phone number on the letter and the information was inaccurate. Everything else was correct, but not the phone number. And then I would call the agency directly. A lot of times I will look up the phone number and see if it matches or try to call them. That's like if somebody calls me and I'm thinking, is this legit? I'll say, let me call you back. If they don't agree to it, you already know. You already know it's a scam. Long side. Just don't get got. Don't get got. Don't get got. And look after your older relatives because that's who they prey on a lot is the older Mm -hmm. people. Well, Pam, not too long ago, Jay, you missed this. And, well, I don't know even if that's accurate wording to say you missed it, but you weren't present for Pam's Conspiracy Corner, which is a new segment that I've added cautiously to the show. But there was a story about a family, and this is a legit story, a family in Las Vegas who apparently saw what they thought were UFOs and aliens that landed in their backyard. Then I heard the family went missing, and I didn't keep up with it, but Pam, I know you know the details. What happened to the family that saw the aliens? Yes, they were missing for a good two two and a half weeks. And so now that they're back, back you know, the news people are trying to ask them, you know, give them more details on the aliens. And now they're like, they don't even know what happened. Like they wasn't there. And so I think this is just what I think. Okay, I wait, think wait, 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 them. wait, wait, wait. Before you share what you think, I just want to make sure I'm caught up because I get a little confused sometimes with these stories. The family reported seeing the aliens and the UFO. I remember that. The police come out there. They record it and all of this. Then the family disappears. We don't know where they went. Okay. Now they're back, and they're saying they don't remember any of that. Is that where we are? Yeah, that's what they're saying. They don't remember any of that. Okay. It wasn't true. And I think that our good old government, took them oh, and they've replaced them with either with some clones or they have erased their memory of the whole thing. Because, you know, they don't want people to know about the aliens and Area 51 and that big hole in Antarctica that has grass in it where they have the aliens. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're missing too many stories. Hold on. One at a time, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time. You you have to say that one for next week. Wow and wow backwards. <laughs> that's all I can think to say too, Jay. I'm still trying to process it. That's why Pam has to go slow and not share too much at one time. That's gonna be it for this bit. If you have any conspiracy theories for our conspiracy corner, hit Pam up, not me. Hit Pam up, <laughs> P.I. Pam on social media. You can follow Talking with T on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and I'll pass the message along. But that'll be it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't oh. wait to hear. <laughs> yeah, y'all, 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 y'all know my line. All right, 
<laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Talking with T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking with T. And you can listen to the show 24 7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now, on that note, T will end with a quote Those who do not move don't notice their chains. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.